0: You know what? Let's get started. Let's get started. Greetings and salutations. My name is Justin Moore.
1: And I'm Liam O'Donnell.
0: And you're listening to the first episode in 2017, the year of our lord of horror business. It's pretty impressive. It's pretty, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, 2016 was kind of a shit show. I don't think 2017 going to be much better, but hey, you know what they say you just there's you, you've got to go one way and that's to the future so today our episode is going to be a 2016 retrospective on what we saw this year and what we did this year or we talk about all this but whatever um some of you guys submitted uh like lists and things you liked of your own we're going to talk about that for a little bit sure um yeah uh so that's basically be the bulk of this episode it's not gonna be anything groundbreaking and we might talk i might talk about a couple of new things i saw finally saw recently that um i think are worth watching like um we saw the new godzilla Shin godzilla sure it's not not horror movie related but you know i you know i
1: think i think godzilla movies are to some extent horror movie related even yeah. though it's hard to think of them as horror movies that you know monster movies are still part of the wider genre
0: yeah, I mean, I think I think if you look at... Um, <clears throat> it was, like, when I was a little kid and when it really struck me that Godzilla movies were more than these, like, goofy movies about a guy in a rubber suit is when I realized I put myself in the place of, a, a you know, a person in Japan watching that movie when it first came out 12 years after Hiroshima. Yeah. And how ball-explodingly terrifying that had to have been. Oh, yeah, totally. You know what I mean? So it's like... But, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen the new one... Um, I, I forget what the I, I think the the American title was Godzilla Resurgence
1: I mean if you look up Shin Godzilla Shin you'll
0: out. see it uh, it's like a totally new reboot and uh, it got like a lot of people didn't like it hmm. I was into it like I like the fact that for once there was a Godzilla movie where a fucking Godzilla comes out of the ocean and people are like what the fuck is that and not like oh a giant lizard crawling to Tokyo Bay luckily Dr. Shirazawa has a robot the same size he's been working on I hope it doesn't go away and Godzilla has to fight it. Like, there's a lot of politics and talking. There's a lot of talking in this movie, but I'm way into it.
1: I think a lot of people um, were just thinking, okay, New Godzilla. Movie. There was a lot of criticism of the last American Godzilla.
0: With the Brian Cranston Godzilla. Yes, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. the Brian Cranston...
0: <laughs> Bryan Cranston Godzilla. That's uh, he had, like, nothing to do with it, but whatever. He's in it for a little bit. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, th- th- that there wasn't enough Godzilla in it. So this seems like the opposite of that. But to me, the problem with, oh, there's not enough Godzilla in the latest American Godzilla movie is that what is in the movie is not very interesting. It is just this soldier running around, for the most part, and then yeah, a yeah. little bit of dialogue. The thing about Shin Godzilla is that it was such an interesting um way to continue uh, you know a, a lot of Godzilla movies have a lot of talking in them yeah this somehow managed to have that aspect but also make it kind of interesting because it, like it was like about the political intrigue and honestly it was weirdly realistic to me like I yeah. was watching it thinking like
0: oh, this, this is, is c- exactly what would happen this is exactly. kind of how it yeah. would happen yeah, yeah yeah um yeah I mean and I think the criticism that there's not enough Godzilla in any of these movies is unfounded because like I forget um I saw somewhere on the interwebs if I think about it I'll put it in the show notes someone compared the amount of screen time Godzilla has had over the years, mm-hmm. and he's actually been getting more and more. Like, in the original, sure, one, sure, he's only on screen for, like, eight minutes in the King of the Monsters. It just seems like, a, you know, the movie's only, like, 80 minutes long. And he's on screen for, I think, like, 12 to 14 minutes in, like, the Gareth Edwards Godzilla. And in this one, he's probably in it for even more, but it's like, you know, people just want nothing but fucking Godzilla. I mean, and I'm okay with that. Godzilla just leveling buildings the whole time, but... Um, now, this one's definitely cool. Like I like the fact that the Prime Minister of Japan just gets wiped out, and they're like, we don't have a Prime Minister. That you, the clerk, you're the Prime Minister now.
1: I mean, I think he was higher up than that, but yeah. But yeah, I
0: mean, I was pretty, he was like the Secretary of like Playgrounds or something like that. It wasn't Secretary. That's, the that's, Secretary. That's a, position, that's a position of the Japanese government I made up to illustrate this point. Just
1: The Secretary of Playgrounds. Of playgrounds.
0: So yeah, I really like Shin Godzilla, if you if you if you enjoy Godzilla movies, um go see it. Um I also watched Evolution. Oh, you
1: didn't like this movie. It's not that I didn't
0: like it, it's just like uh I didn't get it. And I feel I feel the same way about this movie that I feel about like Primus and that like I don't think it's bad. It's just I don't get it. And it's interesting. I get what
1: you're saying about Primus, but it's hard not to be offended. Because I think Primus is bad.
0: Fair enough. And I think once it was like, maybe, I mean, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm just, I don't catch these things. Maybe they go over my head. But once you explained it to me afterwards, I was like, oh, no, okay, now I get it.
1: And, <laughs> That's maybe not a good sign.
0: No, you know what? I don't watch, I, you see, you watch actual movies and you're like an actual smart person. I'm just, <laughs> no, like, no. I'm just like a fanatic weirdo who watches like, you know, hard because...
1: I mean, I do think that you... Um watch more horror movies than other movies like sometimes i'll be like "Oh, i like watch the thing and be like oh, i want to tell justin about that and then i'm like oh he's not good he's not gonna care about
0: i want to see moonlight you love that movie
1: i know but it's not
0: you uh, you know <sighs> you know what you know what you're being right now what you're prejudiced <laughs> you're, <being> prejudice. <laughs> you're prejudging me about a movie you don't know I might like. I probably would like it. I like Wes Anderson. I have a va- rather large Criterion collection. I,
1: I have a rather large. I, how much of your Criterion collection, though, is uh, David
0: Cronenberg related to horror? Several movies.
1: <laughs> I would say the majority.
0: No, I mean. No, Let's put
1: it this way: How many, uh, how many Godard films are in your Criterion collection? Not many. How many Kurosawa films?
0: Uh, several. Okay. Yeah, Hidden Fortress. throne uh, of Blood.
1: Oh, okay. Is that Kurosawa? No, those are both Kurosawa.
0: Yeah, yeah. Seven Samurai. Um, thanks to friend of the podcast, John caller I this isn't Kurosawa, but I now have... Well, one
1: Oh, sure, sure, sure.
0: Yeah, so yeah, now I'm...
1: So you're into the genre films. Yeah. So again, I... I, I this is a horror podcast so it's okay yeah. so it's okay it's fine, yeah it's not it's it's coming across as judgment because i like to mess with justin but it's i'm not... very
0: i'm very easily <laughs> ruffled
1: but it's not it's not meant actually to be his judgment because it, it fits for the show but i do think like when when we were talking about doing even an end of year episode i'm like so wait i gotta go back through my top 20 and then pick out the horror movies and then add in more horror movie. you know what i mean like i didn't have like a top 10 horror I'm ready not, to go I'm but you percent. if you do a top 10 list it's mostly horror
0: yeah well yes because that is what i watch you uh, here's the thing though here's why i'm okay with that Be, because i'm fairly certain that if you were to come up with a top 10 list it would largely reflect mine
1: oh no and, and i'm just saying it's it's just a realization that like uh you that's the majority of what you're watching yeah. is hard. Whereas I'm like working it in more.
0: Yeah. Look, man. They don't call me old uh scary lore. They don't call me spooky lore for nothing.
1: No one calls you spooky lore.
0: Uh so if anyone is listening to this, you can start addressing me as spooky lore. You can message me on Facebook and ask for my phone number. So I'll be your phone <coughs> as spooky lore.
1: What if they called you spooky lore?
0: I'm okay or or I'm okay. I'm okay Cre- with both. Spooky spoofy and creppy I'm okay with
1: I want them to combine it like I want it to be like leppy. Spook creppy.
0: Spook creppy?
1: <laughs> but I was thinking of combining lore and creppy. Lepi. leppy.
0: Morpy. That comes dangerous and close to LARPing, so don't do that. <laughs> uh, okay, what the f- what else did we see? Um we're gonna talk about this later, but I wanna talk about the screening itself, how we saw the autopsy of Jane Doe. Sure. Yo. First off, I'm gonna talk about this movie at Line in the episode. Holy fucking shit, that might be my number one movie of the year.
1: I'm so surprised we didn't talk about this already.
0: I guess we, we haven't recorded, recorded. yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The screening, okay, so the screening was really cool because Liam and I we made it we were we were the little boys in the big city. We went we were starstruck in the big city, the big apple. We went in one night when it was raining, it was terrifying. I thought we were gonna die, but if I was gonna die, I won't bring it by my side. <laughs> we drove through the night to see this at the uh in, in-, in-, in Manhattan. IFC Center. IFC Center yeah it was incredible it was so fucking scary that like I can't wait to talk about it but the coolest part was that had special guests there they had uh Brian Cox who you might know as Colonel Striker from X-Men 2 he's been in a few other movies but that's his breakout role (laughs) I like
1: that that's what you went to and I wanted to make fun of you but then my brain immediately goes to like super troopers
0: uh, it, it, okay. In all seriousness, I was gonna be like, he was the he was the only sensible person in Rushmore. <laughs> the one person who's like, you know, um, I can't even think of his name. Jason Schwartzman's full of shit. Get him out of here. Um, also, Emil Hirsch, who you might remember from the film The Girl Next Door, in which a character's entrance theme is "Break Down the Walls." Right. I was also in a band that was thematic. That all the all the songs are about that. But we're not gonna talk about that anymore. Uh, and then uh, the director Andre and I'm not going to attempt to pronounce his last name he's a, a, a Finnish Swedish director
1: I don't know man
0: uh, yeah I'm just director troller. great guy there was like a question and answer a Q&A as the kids say afterwards and it was really cool because like half of the questions were like actual questions and then the best was <laughs> this like dude who I, knowing my luck, is listening to this podcast right now but probably not stands up and he asked this question that was like very, it was silly, and I don't want to like talk about it because it kind of spoils the movie, but it was a very silly question. And Brian Cox is just like, Did you not watch the movie? Like, I did that because, <laughs> and <laughs> like, very, very, very funny. And then Liam was in the bathroom, and Brian Cox tried to get in the bathroom and he because Liam's in there, and it was awesome.
1: he would bring that up,
0: that was so awesome. That like made my Brian Cox grumpy old Brian Cox just got a little to, go to, bed, to, got to go and I
1: gotta go be and then I he, he He came up and he was like, no more shenanigans. Yes, I'm tired of this bullshit. <laughs> I, I this will city.
0: pistol whip the next <laughs> person
1: is this shenanigans.
0: I've had too much spirits today and I'll kill Emil Hirsch to show I'm not kidding around.
1: It was a little weird when Emil Hirsch didn't know how to pronounce the director's name either. That
0: was amazing. That also was so when Emil Hirsch, when they were talking about like what they did to get into the role, and you'd think like Brian Cox is like the seasoned vet and grizzled. You know, he's been doing this shit for like 30 years. He, he knows the in and outs of the business. Yeah. And he's just like, I just I just went in there and I acted. And Emil Hirsch was like, I went to a morgue and watched people dissect actual bodies. And like, there was this one woman who was new on the job and she was like cracking open rib cages and all this stuff. And he's like, yeah, go Emil Hirsch. I, I'm glad that Alpha Dog didn't, you know, ruin your take on acting. Alpha Dog. I've never seen Alpha Dog. Uh,
1: it's not good. No,
0: it's probably not. Oh, also, I, 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 I don't want to talk about this too too much, um, because I do... I, it was, But it is a, a horror movie that I, I saw since then. I, I saw Rob Zombie's 31, I rented it, I didn't pay money. Like, actual money. I'm glad I didn't. Um, and I don't want to get too far into it, because I do want to do an episode where we, you know, try to understand why Rob Zombie doesn't make movies that are, like, largely watchable. Um, It was mostly an unwatchable pile of shit, except for fucking Richard Break was the he was so scary and most of the parts you you see and he's not in the movie for much which is kind of a shame but like and you see like a lot of his parts in the trailer but like oh my god the only dude who is remotely like interesting everyone else you're like i can't wait for that person to die i can't wait for malcolm mcdowell to shut the fuck up all this but then richard Brake gets on screen and it's just like man you are uh... I wish Brad Dorf was in the movie. They could they could recombine their efforts from Death Machine, and, <laughs> and maybe try to save this movie like they were unable to do with Death Machine. But yeah, other than that, I uh, yeah, you, you watch Channel Zero.
1: I did, uh, based largely off of all of your tweets yes. about it.
0: Also, Amy from the Final Girls, I got her from that show too.
1: Yeah, I I uh, I liked it a lot. It, it was, it was interesting. I feel like uh, I I am. Um... I don't know how they could have ended it differently, but part of me was kind of, like... Not let down, but I I think I wanted a little bit more from the end of it. But it worked for what it was.
0: I felt that the ending... I liked it. I overall liked it. I I, I don't have any real complaints for it, and this is going to sound really lame. I don't feel... Like, the way it was, like, building up and how, like, scary everything else was, I feel that the build-up to the climax was far scarier than the climax itself.
1: Sure, I think that's fair.
0: Um, The one thing that, like, really got me was... um, when the kid was like in class, like looking at his Game Boy Advance or his Game Gear, or whatever it was, and he's like watching the show, and it's the character, what's the skeleton? I don't know his name. He's chasing the other character, and then he just like looks at the screen and starts screaming. That was so scary. <laughs> that was so scary. Like, like that was like that's what happens in nightmares. Like Jesus Christ. So yeah, if you, you have I think season two starts soon, or they're gonna they're, the, the next season, whatever or the next. I don't know if they're doing actual seasons. But it's on the Sci Fi Channel, S Y F Y. You know, not like Sci Fi when we were kids, but you should watch it. It's very good. I can't recommend it enough. Um, and uh, oh oh, you know what else we should talk about? What? Well, Liam and I were on a podcast.
1: It's not coming out for a while though.
0: It's not, but it's still something cool to talk about. Okay. Yeah. Um, let me get my notes right. so I wrote the name. I don't want to mess up. This is. It's friend of the podcast, uh, Andrew Bergatron. He does Is that I
1: don't think that's right. Bergatron? Like he's a like he's a transformer?
0: I don't like Bergatron. Is Ber- I think it's, it's it, Bergeron. I think it's Burgeron. It's not Bergatron. He's <laughs> not Bergeron's, like Megatron's <laughs> like shitty cousin who's like a turn into a fucking milkshake and this is a lot. Yeah. So Andrew Burgeron, he and his he and um he, he's married Lori, he's married to Lori. They do Vincent Price's Laugh, which is a, a cool a very cool podcast, one of the coolest things ever um he does a podcast called what did we just watch that's just about like weird shit um i was lucky enough to be on there to talk about david lynch's mahala drive which if you've met me you know two things about me i hate fire in the sky and i love Drive*.
1: why do you hate fire in the sky
0: you really want to get into this (laughs) i mean (laughs) do i not want to get into do we have four years to talk about this yes okay because we're... Okay. I'll be blunt. Because maybe we'll do an alien abduction episode in the future. I don't sure, care. sure. Um, for one, I'll start out with a cool sounding thing. For one, it's a... It is a highly fictionalized account of an already dubious account by Travis Walton of his abduction by so-called aliens in 1975, November 5th, just outside Heber, Arizona. Heber, Arizona. The White Mountains of Arizona. Um, so it's already like... A, I hate based on true story movies. Sure. Like... Texas Chainsaw gets a pass because it's fucking Texas Chainsaw, and but I I, I cannot stand movies like even like A Beautiful Mind.
1: I, I feel like I shouldn't have derailed you towards this because I just realized we're gonna cover this movie sometime.
0: Yeah, no, no, but I'll just I'll be quick about it. Okay. Um, I, I hate based on a true story movies when it's like when it it's like basically if you if you know anything about like UFO lore like Travis Walton, the guy played by D.B. Swingey in this movie, he was full of shit. Him and his brother like they they hoaxed it. They failed every polygraph test they took. They failed it miserably. It's basically, like, widely assumed that they played a trick on the rest of these logging teams, the logging team. Um, and, and plus, what he actually claimed happened is nothing what happens in the movie. And I'm kind of glad about that because that movie's it's fucking, it's so scary. And that's the second reason I hate It's because I'm 33 years old. I'm 33, I'll be 34 in three months. This movie came out when I was nine. So I've spent 25 years of my life just about living in fear of this movie. I have a nightmare about it at least once a month. The last 15 minutes are so fucking frightening that I'm done talking about it right now. That's why I hate Fire in the Sky. Because it's bullshit and it's terrifying.
1: I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. So yeah, what did we just watch? The podcast. Right. I got to talk about Mulholland Drive. It was a lot of fun. Um, Andrew is the most organized person I've ever met in my entire life. I love that because I have a tendency to ramble and that dude is just like on fucking point like he just keeps it sure he's like he is the fucking man he's like a laser um it was great he's just a nice guy then like after the podcast we just talked on the phone for like an hour it was really cool like mm. just a good dude um so if you get a chance i'll, I'll put the address for in, in in the show notes for this but uh did you what did you watch moon moon yes moon the old sam Rockwell, old justin hammer sam rockwell my favorite justin character from Hamm. the marvel cinematic universe
1: <laughs> oh my god
0: you should listen to that podcast, and you should listen to Vincent Price's laugh. Um, I think he does like two or I think he does some other podcasts too. Like he's a machine, but um, yeah, that that's that was that was cool. That was cool that I was asked to be on the podcast. I got to talk on the phone. It was like across. He's like in Texas, other side of the country. I mean, you were on the internet. You were oh, on the internet. Phone. Yeah, but it, no, I was on. I was on my phone.
1: Oh you did it on yeah, your I phone? Did
0: my phone? I don't have any what, what
1: a disrespectful punk hey, you are.
0: Hey, a punk guilty. Disrespectful a lot of the time. But not all the time. Not to Andrew.
1: I bet you his that episode's gonna sound like trash because of you being on the phone.
0: It would sound like trash because I was born.
1: <laughs> we, could be,
0: we could be in a
1: studio. I mean, let's let's be clear. This episode might sound like trash. It probably I'm, will. It's I, probably
0: going to sound like just two hobos shitting in a trash can. Here.
1: We've we've just been having technical we have. difficulties. This is a nightmare. So many technical difficulties. I'm so unhappy right
0: now.
1: <laughs> All right, let's get back to um, what were we? Oh, uh, did we didn't get a? Did we get a chance to talk on here? Did you get a chance to watch Always Shine?
0: No, I didn't. I it's wanted really, to when we didn't, yeah. It's really good. That's what I hear. It's it, really that's good. The one the 14... I, watched,
1: I watched that. I watched Under the Shadow.
0: I still got to see that, too.
1: What else? I watched another... Oh, I finally watched uh, something you said to check out The Monster.
0: What did you think about? Well, we're going to talk about The Monster. That's on my list, so...
1: That's on your list? Yeah, it's on my
0: list.
1: It was alright. I don't think I would put it on my list. It was fine. It wasn't bad. I not, I'm Man, not shit Sorry that
0: fucking Truffaut didn't direct it, which I don't even know if it's a <laughs> director's name I... Again, a, director, a French sounding director's name I made up. <laughs> you didn't make it. Um,
1: I'm trying to think. I feel like I watched a couple other scary movies, but I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, the other ones... Uh, the other one, the only other movies... I mean, because I only watch like... Um, oh, I watched uh, Black Mountainside, which isn't a 2016 movie. It came out in 2014, I watched it. That's a cool movie. It's 100% John Carpenter worship, like the thing. Like, it's, sure. it's basically the premise of the thing, but with, like, an ancient Native American god instead of whatever, like, a malformed Wilford Brimley. But, yo, that movie was, have you heard about it? No, no, anything about it. It's, like, these, like, geologists, they find, they're in, like, Canada, and they find this, like, structure in the woods, just buried. And they're, like, oh, it doesn't match anything that, like, we it has all these, like, horrifying carvings in, them, carvings in it. And, like, everyone starts to go fucking crazy. And they all start doing, like, self-mutilation, without even realizing they're doing it. Like, they'll go from, like, lucid, one, like, literally, they'll go from, like, being completely lucid, and then they'll start hearing this voice of this god, like, Look outside, do you see me? And it's a deer, like, a, on, it's hind legs. Just so scary. Like, you know what you gotta do. And they're, like, And then they, they cut their arms off, and then they try to kill other people. Dude, it's so scary
1: you're so excited about it's it it's like
0: no because it's like one of those movies that like it like i've rambled on so many times about the difference between horror and terror sure a lot of terror in this movie like you don't really see much like it's not like the thing where it's fucking everywhere but when you do see it, you're like jesus that's a deer on its hind legs talking like what the fuck that was a cool movie um I kind of sort of got that. My sister got me a Christmas card. Oh, yeah, Merry Christmas, by the way, because we have not uh, If
1: that's your thing, I and mean, Happy New Year. I mean, ha- we kind of established Happy New Year, but yeah. yeah. so if you celebrate Christmas... Have, have, uh, I, I, I think when people are trying to be inclusive, they say Happy Hanukkah, too. Yes,
0: But ha- I th- Happy Holidays. But I think
1: you're supposed to say Happy Hanukkah during Hanukkah? Like, it's not... Yeah. You know, like, you can say Merry Christmas anytime. Yeah. Like, almost any time, you can I'll say, say at people day. and people are like, oh, okay, sure, whatever. Yeah. Like, because we, we've lost all sense of when Christmas is.
0: It's just... <laughs> Winter, my
1: winter solstice tree. It's like, all right, we we haven't eaten turkey yet. We gotta wait. Once we eat turkey, okay. we can start we can saying say Merry we can say Merry Christmas. But I think with I think with Hanukkah, you really are supposed to say it during. Han- I don't think it's like a preemptive. Oh yeah, no happy, doubt. Happy almost happy Hanukkah just finished. Happy the end of Hanukkah. Happy
0: the end of Hanukkah, which that's... sounds mildly racist, but that's not what we meant. No, that's We're not, not happy it. that Hanukkah's over. We're not like plus. Uh, I don't even know when Kwanzaa is anymore. Not familiar. I'm terrible.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I used to. I used to know. It's, you used to keep up on that. Well, I just have a general idea of when it yeah. was. Yeah yeah, 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 I don't know.
0: Um, but no, that that was.
1: Oh, I guess you could say. Uh, although I guess this was on Friday, but uh, Mary, Mary well, I, this is even disrespectful to say Little Christmas, but you know the Epiphany. Yeah. Yeah. Epiphany, or if you're Orthodox, that's the your Christmas. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I like that idea of two Christmas. I like to have two two Christmases.
0: I love Christmas. If if we had three hundred sixty five Christmases, I'd
1: be totally happy. I didn't, I'm surprised you're such a big Christmas person. Why that? I don't know. You seem like a uh, the kind of dude that'd be like, "Oh, Christmas is so stupid."
0: Oh yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> there goes Liam, old prejudice Liam again.
1: I mean, I let's. I feel like uh, I don't know. It's it's uh, people who love Christmas oftentimes have like strong, good family memories, and they're like into like Disney sort of life and...
0: yeah okay I see where you're going with it <laughs> you see what I'm saying yeah yeah
1: so you know I just feel like uh, you're you're
0: none of those things <laughs> none of those things <laughs> but well, that's uh, not true I love my fam- I, some members of my family but Disney I don't know
1: I mean, I mean I like Christmas too and I'm not like that much of like a happy-go-lucky
0: like everything yeah.
1: everything makes sense yeah
0: no I got you but the whole point of talking about Christmas is that I got the Black, the, the black Mountain like, with a gift card that I think my sister got me so thank you Chelsea um I also didn't get to finish Spectral the Netflix thing
1: oh did you start watching that
0: yeah it's really good so far mm-hmm. I dig it
1: I'm iffy on it but I'll watch it at some point
0: yeah I mean it's it's definitely like it, it's it's very Netflix-y sure it, it borderlines like Michael Bay-y sure but at the same time like it's got a cool premise and it's like the, the main actor in it I really like so he's guy who played lucky on the Pacific for anyone who ever watched the Pacific Oh my God! So, what else are we talking about? What events are coming up? Um, are you, by any chance, are you, are you going to the, the the thing on Friday?
1: Oh, the thing. Nemeas.
0: <laughs> no, the, John Carpenter's the thing the screening. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't know. Uh, I could go. I haven't I haven't figured that out yet. But okay. So that's coming up. There's the thing screening. There's also. Uh, on Sundays, that double feature, the benefit for um, exum they're doing that. Yeah, Killer Clowns and, and Deadly, spawn. Spawn. Yeah. Deadly Spawn. Yeah, so, so I think Cinepunks will be there. Hopefully, we might have Loudfest Philly shirts, too, okay. for sale because we're getting those made. Uh, but yeah, I mean, at very minimum, Josh will be there. I'm trying to get down there, too, for that. Can
0: we give a shout-out for a second to Justin Miller for these bomb-ass flyers he
1: did? Yeah, we have these flyers. If you um want to h- help us out and print out a flyer and put it in your local store shop of some kind that'd be great your local movie related business <laughs>
0: yeah or like a coffee shop because yeah you
1: know i mean i'm kind of joking because the there aren't really movie related businesses yeah anymore. you
0: can't go to the local uh, west coast video and drop some flyers off no no no
1: but yeah if you can put one up around where you live especially if where you live is not easton yeah. uh that would be great
0: yeah, so you should do that and then take a picture and send it to us, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do something cool for you. If
1: you if we, if we you can send us five pictures of flyers you've put up in various places, I will straight up mail you a t-shirt. A Cinefunks t-shirt. For free. Yeah, we don't have hard business
0: t-shirts yet. Yes. Um, do we want to talk about the Cineponk's Patreon?
1: Yeah, I mean, that, that benefits the whole thing, so, uh, it, you know, real quick... To everyone who's donated to the Patreon, thank you. I know...
0: <clears throat>
1: You're
0: welcome. <laughs> this is... That's all... That's the only reason
1: you brought this up, so you could point out that you donated to the no, Patreon. No, it isn't. No, it that isn't. That was your whole... You gotta ending. admit, that was pretty cool, though, how I did that.
0: <laughs> there was nothing cool that about that. That was so cool about... Go on. Anyway, no. I want... Okay, go on.
1: Some people who listen to the... who Some people who donated, I know, primarily listen to this show. So, yeah. like, I think Jeff Eyeball would be a good example. Yes. Yeah. Um... But some other people donated. I mean, no one who donated said, "By the way, I'm only donating because of this." So, like all I mean, the shows, we can yeah. say thank you. Yeah. Um, really. We'll actually have some official thank yous not on this episode because I didn't prepare them. But uh, we'll we're, we have some benefits coming to people, and uh, also uh, one person I did want to single out because he's great is Albert Martin.
0: Yes. Uh, he
1: donated, and he's a had been a guest on the show, so uh, we love him. He's great. He runs yeah. the Lehigh Valley Horror. Group and, uh, on Facebook. Yeah,
0: he's 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 an all around good dude.
1: Yeah, so uh, it's uh, Patreon dot com backslash Cinepunks. You can if you go to the Cinepunks website, there's a million links for it. So yeah, uh, check it out. It... Also,
0: real quick, Jeff. Jeff against that Robert Grantford bumper.
1: Oh, uh...
0: I'm calling you out, motherfucker.
1: Wait, you can't call him out. It's like a nice thing all he I did challenge for him. Like, I'm Jeff.
0: If you do this, like it's like. They, it just... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jeff, prove that you're worth your your medal. <laughs> prove that you've earned that beard. Jeff, to prove you love
0: me, <laughs> give me a thundercrane. <Bunder-Kindler's>
1: <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Back
0: that up, metaphorically.
1: Uh, just, uh, just a recording of first saying "harvests." Please all. do that. Yes,
0: this is thundercrane. Even
1: if the recording is no, I won't say
0: "harvests." <laughs> <laughs> That creep who follows me on Twitter? No.
1: <laughs> Jeff, if you could get at least one horror icon to say no, I won't say horror miss this A recording of them saying that that would be worth it. That would be amazing. Well, uh, I think we're ready to do the Yeah, we're of ready. We're,
0: we're going to take a brief, brief break. Yeah. Very brief. We'll be right back. The brief the, in, back in the flashes of flashes, as Mr. Dean says in Love Actually. Oh, Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> We'll see you in a little bit to uh, recap. Recap Mm. the year in horror. Yeah.
0: When was a horrific year? The the
1: year in horror. horror. Well, the year in horror films. Mm. I don't think we'll be recounting every horrible thing that happened this year. No. I mean, we can say a couple.
0: Yeah, like Prince dying.
1: (laughs) All right, we'll be back. (laughs) Yeah, we'll just put those two Prince dying and uh, the bombing of Aleppo. We'll just put those. Those are the two things that happened this year.
0: Horrifying things, yeah.
1: Let us pray. We will conquer this wilderness. It will not consume us. (laughs) Boo! Boo! Samuel! It's not safe. It's cursed this family. Let us leave the (laughs) board.
0: We're back. (laughs) We're back. So, 2016 was pretty good for horror movies.
1: Yeah, I think a, a lot of things came out. Um, not everything went wide, maybe, that was good, but a lot of things no, kind of I mean, I came like out it, wide that were
0: really good. It, it feels like there's like typically when you go on like our websites, everyone's like you don't need me before movie theme we don't do good for a movie theme or But people were just like this year where generally there was like a minimum of complaining about that. It's almost like the universe was like, took Prince Rogers Nelson away from these guys. That sucks. Specifically Liam and Justin. Go ahead. Let's give them back some great horror movies. And indeed, they did.
1: So, let's talk about it. Do you have a top ten?
0: Uh, In no particular order, I mean, definitely, we'll save the best for last. I, I think Autopsy Jane Doe is definitely my number one. Okay. I, I think that was my number one horror film I saw this year. Um, <clears throat> And I, I think some of these movies, they, they, they wouldn't technically be considered horror. Um, I'm mostly thinking about Green Room. We already sure. talked about that, but that's I think that had enough elements where it was, uh, more like a, like a siege film, but definitely, it was, it was, it was horrifying. Sure. Um, but I guess we'll start first with, uh, The Conjuring 2. Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, I really like this movie. Alright. Uh, I mean, obviously, I hate the Warrens. More than anyone has hated everything, anything in the existence of the world. Well, okay. Let me let me rephrase that. I hate the warrants more than ever, more than anyone, up to nineteen thirty three, uh, and after nineteen forty five, uh, hated anyone in the, in the world. Oh my god! No, I really liked it. I I I I, I kind of liked how it just felt washed out and gray the whole time. Yeah, and it felt like just generally depressing. And then the some of the scenes at night when the kids would wake up, um, were just so just tense and just dreadful. Yeah. Uh, particularly the one scene that stuck with me was there's a scene where a little boy comes downstairs and he's like drinking a glass of water and he's like standing in his kitchen, looking out the window at the, at the, the thing. It's like a swing and it's a set. I don't know what those things are called. <laughs> Children play on them. But he's looking out there and you think that there's going to be some manifestation of the the ghost that doesn't really exist in real life, on the swing set and it doesn't. But it's just the way it's crafted. It was just like. It was really scary. and he, Even the scenes with the Crooked Man where Javier Botet was like the, the thing. That, I'm going to be honest. I, people were like, the fucking CGI was horrible. That was so bad. I was like, I don't know, man. I was... I may have screamed in the movie theater when, when that first popped up. Like, that really, really got to me. I'm
1: going to go ahead and strongly disagree.
0: That's fine. You're allowed to be wrong. <laughs> we live in a free country. <laughs> also, although I hate Ed Warren, Patrick Wilson...
1: Yeah, I mean, he definitely. I I, I think the performances uh, are pretty good, though. Where they lack, I don't think it's because of the performance. I think uh, the script is one of the worst things I've ever seen performed.
0: In yeah, my life. It, it was it was definitely. Um, I mean, and this is this is. I'm not even talking about the uh, adherence or lack thereof. The script wasn't horrible enough for me to be like oh the whole time. Like not when we were watching, and we'll talk about this. Not when we were talking like Beyond the Gates which I liked for the most part. That was an example where the script was like, oh, come on, like, hmm. um, Barbara Crampin, if you're listening, that wasn't your fault. Uh, no, it was just, it was just like, I, I liked it, but that was definitely one of the things I, I, I didn't like about it was that a lot of the shortcomings weren't from the performances or in the, any of the cin- cinematography. It was the writing that was very, I don't know. What do you think about the movie, William?
1: I didn't like it. <laughs> I, didn't like, I didn't like anything about it. I, I think I, I watched it. That was one of the... I guess that was one of the movies when I was kind of rushing to see a bunch of movies before the end of the year. And I saw it was on uh, the my thing and I was like, oh, you know what? Uh, Justin, like this, I guess I'll give it a chance. And uh, no, that was a mistake. Um, parts of it are effective. I will say that uh, if you're looking for a movie that has mastered the jump scare, like this movie has some like super effective jump scares.
0: Yeah, but I also think... I'm um, Again, I'm going to... I still think that a lot of the scenes that were the previous were the, um, like the build up to the jump scare.
1: I guess I couldn't. I mean, not there's no for, for me there's no it, there's no logic to the movie. Like first there's no logic for me to buy into.
0: You know what? I'm gonna blow your mind with something else right now.
1: The goddamn dialogue is so bad. I, I think actually compared to, um, compared to this movie, the dialogue in Beyond the Gates is good. Okay. Because this is some of the worst dialogue I've ever heard of, in a movie. And, uh, you know, I just read this that piece. For those of you who don't know, there was a piece in um, Vice that was like, uh, you know, why why do so many horror movies amount to Christian propaganda? It's bullshit. And I remember thinking, like, oh, this guy's an idiot. Because when I read it, it was just so general. It was yeah, just, yeah. Uh, uh. But watching that movie, I was like, well, I don't know. Yeah. There's no, not much here total- for this movie.
0: Ed and Lorraine a fucking crooks. Jansen's a piece of shit, and Ronald Buffet is a fucking liar. <laughs> and Bill is a crock of shit. I hate, I hate the Warrens. That's what it comes down to.
1: There's just so many moments where they're reflecting on what to do and what's going on. It's like, oh my God. Well, it's a spirit, and it's, you know what, what we have here is a demon. And i like, all this stuff that I'm just like, yo, like, there's better left behind writing. Yes. Yeah. No,
0: the best was when the pinnacle of this was when the man, Patrick Wilson, noted Dreamboat, says when he's talking to the old guy uh the ghost the yeah, spirit yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like he's like why don't you leave here and he's like i don't believe in heaven or something and patrick wilson says well just because you don't believe in it doesn't it? and it's like no you motherfucker no that's not how it works like that's not how it works that's not how any of this works like god damn it you know what I'm, i hate this movie now <laughs> i don't like this movie anymore <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. It's fine, around, I still I still like it, I'll still watch it. Yeah. Um The Nun was scary. Yo, the Nun was so scary. Yeah. That like that's her name's Bonnie Aaron's in real life. You might know her from such films as The Conjuring Two and Mahole Drive.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you covered her too. I met members. her in real life. I know I was
0: there. You were there.
1: You were so excited, right?
0: I fawned over her so hard. She is if you see Mahole Drive, she is the person behind the dumpster in, at Winky's. She's amazing. She played the nun in this. Um, she was scary. Because that was completely made up. There was no fucking nun at Amityville. There wasn't a nun at the Enfield World of Saturday. There was no nuns. There are nuns in real life but none of them were there. None of them were there. <laughs> also, I'm done talking about this fucking movie. I just want to say really quick that the name of the evil spirit, Valak, was the name of the head vampire from John Carpenter's Vampires, which is a good film. Suck it, Carp. It's a great film. (laughs) Anyway. Train to to Basan.
1: Side note, uh, the best part about the fact that it's a nun is that it's like, oh, well, the spirit's just taking that form to test my faith. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah,
0: go to hell. The whole, whatever. Okay, let's keep going. It's dumb, yeah. The Train to Basan. The Train to Basan. This, uh, I actually, um, I actually heard of this movie because it was in a trailer attached to a movie that's going to make my honorable mentions. The whaling. Um, Liam and I watch this. Uh, I think we we're in agreement that this movie was really good until the end.
1: I really like the first forty-five minutes.
0: Yeah, um, maybe hour. I would
1: give it as much as I would an, give an hour.
0: It up. I would say up until literally the very last scene. I really like this movie.
1: It started to get a little old for me. Um, I don't. I don't know. Are we just spoiling this?
0: Uh, no, I don't think we should, because I think this movie's, like, new enough where... Uh, but, I mean, it's one of those things, like, it made it, like...
1: There's a few climaxes. There's a few, climax- there's a few uh, climaxes in the film where it's like, okay, we get to a point, and we're facing something, and then we barely get away, or we, or, or, you know, the people do whatever. Um, And there's a number of them. There's, like, four or five. Yeah. The last thing, I think I just... I was at the point where I'm like, there isn't enough for me to care yeah. as much anymore. It, it just... I think they just went one scenario too far, which doesn't mean it's executed poorly, but it just I was already starting to get tired of that. And then and then and then again, I'm not gonna ruin it for you, but the ending is not my favorite.
0: No, like I like what they were doing. I like the <clears throat> I like the theory of it. I just felt that the execution of it was very, very, very saccharine and very like just corny. Um what I did like about it was it created a character in a quote unquote zombie film, which it's not a zombie film but whatever, that I hate more than Tom Towels as Cooper in Tom Savini's Living Dead. I hate Cooper so much. Sure. The worst human being that's ever existed. I'm kinda of bummed that Tom that, that Tom Towels died before I could beat him just so I could be like, just give him the finger and walk away. Sure. I wouldn't do that. But uh, yeah, there's a character in this movie who was terrible. Um we kind of talked about why it was happening, why we were watching it. The scenes where they're on the train and they're seeing like the people up on the station just looking at something out of view being like, What, taking their phones out? Like the zombie outbreak is spreading their way and like it that was really cool and really effective. Um I also like the the one guy who was just like Did they ever say what his actual occupation was? He was like the tough guy no i don't think they did actually it's just this dude who just knows how to get shit done on this train he's just yeah. like yeah we gotta do this and like like this guy have, he's a fighter he's a born fighter I yeah. like that yeah so yeah go see go see train to basan it's a korean south korean film um very good I, I i enjoyed it a lot um and i know that made it on a couple lists a couple couple of you guys sent in things that um which we will talk about shortly uh you guys oh, there was a number of people that said that also made them on their list but now we're going to talk... Uh, up next was uh, The Monster. Um, I watched this on Thanksgiving night uh, with a couple people who aren't necessarily horror fans. Sure. So I don't know if... I'm not saying that they're not equipped to judge this movie accurately, but...
1: No, you're saying that they're muggles, so they don't have your...
0: <laughs> I do know one of them. Certainly isn't like, a crazy big fan of horror movies and thinks they're kind of dumb. And they were the loudest critic for this movie, so... Uh, but... I liked it. I mean, I, I I think there was there was the one element of like that they, they tried too hard. They tried really hard to hammer home this like element, like it's the mother and daughter with like, a troubled past. Yeah. And I don't think the lead actress who played the mother was a skilled enough actor to really make me care about her. Sure. Um, but I love the creature. I love the creature design in this movie. Um, I, I I love the way it looked. I love the way it moved. I wasn't too crazy about how they solved it. How they wrap it all up. But it was kind of corny, and then the, even the special effects got kind of lame. But overall, uh, yeah, it was it, it, it definitely um it made the list. So that's all that's important. Meh. Okay. <laughs> oh,
1: right. no! I I, I I I really like um, what is the name of the actress in this? The main actress Zoe... Oh, is Zoe. Not... <sighs> Bra! This is the research you do before we do the list.
0: The name's not in my little book, so it's not important. Oh my god. I just said I didn't think she was talented enough. So yeah, you're probably right. I probably should look it up so I can.
1: I mean, first of all, I I would disagree. I think she's actually the best part of the movie. Really, one hundred percent. Granted, I like her. I went into this liking her. Yeah. She was actually the reason I was willing to watch this movie in the first place. Damn it. Uh, but I also thought she was all right. What I what I thought, though, wasn't her fault. That didn't really work is that they do really hammer this mother-daughter relationship emotional point hard. Like, this is what's going to make you care. This yeah. is what's going to make, this is why you care about the movie. I'm kind of like, uh, yeah. I don't know if that works for me. So that, that I mean, that's a bit of an issue. And then also, uh, I thought the creature design was okay. I didn't love it.
0: You guys can't see me, I'm, I'm, I'm like, slowly flailing around wildly because Liam's whatever, man. It was fine. It wasn't bad. I'm sorry that it wasn't an extra from last year at the Marybond, William. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. I do, because I own that fucking movie on the Criterion Question. It's a great film. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that you, you busted out the film. Yeah. It's
0: a great film. It's a great film. Classic in French surrealism. French New Wave. So yeah, The Monster. Go see it. Uh, next was, did you watch Trash Fire?
1: I didn't get a chance to watch Fuck, it.
0: Fuck, man. Oh my god. I've heard it referred to as a horror movie. I've heard people say it's definitely not a horror movie. This movie was so uncomfortable and ugly to watch. Holy shit. It, like, it, it definitely, like, I think I would call it a horror movie because it accomplishes what a horror movie sets out to do. Sure. It makes you feel really fucking uncomfortable. Sure. Like, uh, it's basically just about this guy who's played by the lead character from Entourage. Yeah. And he and his girlfriend have been together. It opens up on a three-year anniversary. She's played by... Angela, Ter- Tibur, Tabar. She was in *The Final Girls*. Final Girl. She was also in *Halloween 2*. Um, yeah. And it's basically she like he is just a character who he is bulimic, he's epileptic, and those are all things that would typically make a character like traditionally sympathetic. Like if there was a character in a movie who had all those things going on, you'd be like, man, that really sucks to be that guy. I feel kind of bad for him. But said he's a gigantic piece of shit. He's horribly unlikable. He's rude to everyone he meets. He's abrasive. Um, It's sort of like he uses her. Like it's sort of a loop that he preys upon her. But this movie opens up and she's giving him an ultimatum. Like we've been together for three years. You haven't gotten your fucking act together. Like I'm gonna leave you. Yeah. And he's like, well, no, I don't. You know, let's 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 give it another shot. Blah 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 blah. It's definitely worth a watch. Up next, I am not a serial killer.
1: I'm actually a big fan of this one.
0: I just, it kind of started out sort of rocky, sort of very like dextery, like, oh, the friendly psychopath, like, uh, this guy's kind of corny, but it gets really good really fast. Uh, There's not too many like crazy twists, and there's not too many like out and out scary moments. Um, But it's undeniably a horror movie and has one of the saddest endings I've ever seen. So sad. Yeah. Also, Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd is amazing in it. Do you have anything to add about that, William?
1: I really actually enjoyed the the younger uh, actor's performance in it, which I was yeah. surprised at. Um, not that I thought he would be bad, but I, I just uh, I didn't know who he was, and I thought he was pretty good. Um, I liked Christopher Lloyd in it. I didn't think he was anything amazing, but you know I think he did a good job. And Christopher he was Lloyd really in my wrong. head
0: is Doc Brown forever, except yeah. except when he's Judge Doom, and then I don't like to think about that.
1: But I, I kind of liked the relationship. Uh, the, that sort of rivalry in the film, and, yeah, and the way that he kind of comes to think about himself and what is at stake, and I guess some folks really disliked the ending, like really didn't like where it went. But I thought it was great. I yeah. liked it, and it was not not only did I like it, but I was I was surprised at how well it worked.
0: Yeah, but in this, it, it like you, you got to see this. if you haven't seen, it, you got to see this one because it, it definitely it, it definitely works the way they the way they pull this off. Um, up next, we have a little film called "There's Two V's, The Witch." Am I pronouncing that right? The v-v-v-vitch. The vitch. V- the v- v-v-vitch. Which is apparently this. This movie is dating literally every single list that you guys sent in. Everyone mentioned the witch as like one of their favorite movies, and rightfully so. It was a really cool movie. Moving along. <laughs> you no, know, I, I I watched it again a few weeks ago, and like I was like, maybe it won't be as like you know unsettling as it was the first time and it still was um we were talking about it um before we recorded when i came over here we were because you and sue sue's just watching the first time right yep yeah yeah it's it's really it's just got this feel to it that's like i mean i i love that the most common complaint people are like nothing happens like it's just like you don't see anything i just nothing happens it's like dog she's greasing a fucking broom, and rubbing an infant's body all over herself. Some shit happens. It's really scary and really fucked up. And
1: it's one of those, like you said, it's one of those movies that's more about the build-up than it is about the explosion. You know, some movies just sort of overtake you, and this is more of this deep anxiety, this deep sense of dread, this feeling that something's going to go wrong. Um, And also just... uh, a really deep exploration to me of a certain time period and the ways that that uh, time period still kind of sticks with us the aspects of their life that are foreign to us and the aspects of their life that still kind of play into how we live now you know? yeah
0: I mean I also think we were, we were talking about this before was the exploration of that like the use of not let's just say the use of that brand of Christian anxiety that I don't think really exists anymore in that there's these people who are Calvinists, which they they're it's like a fatalist sense of not not I guess fatalist is the wrong term like it's just this whole idea of like whatever happens this is in God's hands and there's there's nothing we can do to change that and I I think they use that as like you know there's there's the one scene where the younger boy is asking his father but like, oh is my brother in hell and he's like I, I hope not but I don't know and it, it, he's obviously like he's obviously like, even though he's a true believer and he's made his peace with this religion, he's still very troubled by, like, my son could be in hell right now. Right. Which is something that not too many people think about in, like, modern religion, that, that, that sort of, like, well, you either, from the day of creation, God has a plan for all of us. And there's nothing you you to change that plan. doesn't matter if, like, if you pray every day, like, if you are going to go to hell, you're going to go to hell. Sure. And I, I think that that, they don't say that in this movie, but I, I think that kind of, like, you can pray and pray and pray and pray and pray, but ultimately you're sinners in the hand in the name of an angry
1: God. Well, uh... Yeah, <laughs> and that's
0: what they are. I mean, and that—that's—it's it, a very—you get that sense that these people are just like, we hope that there's a payoff for this, but if there's not, that's just what God will, and that sucks. But that's how it is.
1: Well, and I also kind of like the idea that the. the, the supernatural aspect and the, the idea of the witch is like actually present in the movie it's not just a suggestion yeah uh they still are the cause or, or at least the dad is the cause of a
0: lot of their problems yeah like he's not a very, he's not very good at anything you need to be
1: he was survive he lets the daughter get in trouble for his life yeah he's just kind of like
0: Ugh, yeah blah. is everything you need to be to survive in the shit wilderness that was america in the 1600s this guy sucks at like he can't hunt he does a shit. Don't they find a trap that just sprung with nothing in it? Yeah. So he, there he goes. Like, there's that. He shoots at a hair and gets stuff in his eyes. But then it turns out there actually is a witch.
1: Yeah, uh a lot of them. Apparently. Several witches, we'll say. Several, a few. If, yeah,
0: you've definitely like if if you're if you're a horror business appreciato, aficionado, <laughs> appreciato. <laughs> we'll go with that. You've seen this movie.
1: And if you're one of those few people who. uh is like oh I don't know it's kind of boring and not much
0: happened and it's not really a hard movie um, you don't. can just yeah you can just get fucked go back to the future with the other fucking T-800s that are going to be sent back in time to kill John Connor you're fucking
1: your burns crazy.
0: are too they're too detailed I know man that's how I roll you have like footnotes on your burns I know man that's my middle name footnote burn lore <laughs> uh, the next two movies I don't know if these technically count as 2016 but I saw them in 2016 and I think they got wide release in 2016 so guess what my podcast so the 2006 next one was the i don't know eli Roth produced the clown kind of touched upon this on this podcast i really like this movie yeah um i really 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 did this was one of those movies i got on a whim and i didn't think i was gonna like because i'm not the biggest fan of anything eli Roth even looks at sure but this movie was like it, it was it was really fucking good um if you haven't seen it, go see it. I don't want to spoil it too much, but if you like... I mean, it was definitely marketed as, like, sort of gimmicky, like, you go to the clown suit, doesn't come off, he becomes a clown. But this movie felt more than anything, like a David Cronenberg film. Sure. That made sense. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, yeah, there was, there, was, there was typical... There was a few, like, goofy horror tropes in it, but there were some of the most unsettling scenes I've ever seen in a horror movie, and it definitely... If you're not comfortable with children dying, don't watch this movie. Um, and finally on my before we get into my honorable mention, um, did you see they look like people? No, because I haven't watched it. Oh my god, that'd be so good. Yeah? Like, I don't want to really talk too much about it because I, I want people to see it. The plot is like there's this guy in New York, uh, in Brooklyn, and the allude to him having this like past of like he struggles with like there's probably like a term for it like uh infidelity not infidelity like in he feel has feelings of inadequacy so he's like he's like struggling with that like he's like he feels like powerless at work um and then his like friend shows up and his friend is this guy that he like they I, get, I think they like went to college or they grew up together and his friend is like hey like i just i'm getting a job in the area like my kid from my part like you, you might if i crash here and it's just this guy's like homeless and he's just like let me stay here this like secret race of like bees that infiltrated humanity and are like plotting to kill everyone it's really good uh, I, I know some people didn't like it because they were just like again that stupid really happens, but like um, I think the climax of this movie uh, I, I was covering my eyes because I was afraid that like you know the worst thing I can imagine was going to happen so that was my list of movies that uh, for 2016 made it onto my um my list of movies for 2016.
1: Was that... How many was that? Several. Like... Did you not even count them? You are the man. laziest list guy in well, the world.
0: Would you like me to count out loud? No. Twelve. Twelve movies. Are you fucking happy? <laughs> so I'll just run down... I don't mentions real quick. The Shallows we talked about.
1: It's alright.
0: Yeah, I... The shark scared Me. Gateway. I thought it was really cool. Neat little movie. Unexpected. Mind's Eye. Which I know I said I didn't like. But the more I thought about it... I kind of sort of came around on
1: i haven't watched it it's
0: good it's fine i mean I'm... i know it's it, it sort of i feel that way i feel I, I i think i had a similar experience with that as i did with like lords of Salem and creep which when i first watched i was like these are fucking stupid but then the more i thought about it, i was like it's not bad so i threw that on there uh, siren which was okay it's just okay it's it was, just fine i
1: really like the diner sequence yes that was shot really well yes but a lot of the movie feels a little like, oh, we just ran around and kind of figured this I, out.
0: I, I think the diner sequence was and I'm sure you're going to be it because you're like one of my close friends and I love you, but I always ask you this question. You didn't see VHS, did you? Yeah, I did. I oh, did. So the diner sequence is the payoff. The diner sequence is the like, yeah. That's when and they yeah. did that really well, and I'm glad they, I'm glad they took the time to at least make that like a moment in that movie. Yeah. Um. What else? The whaling.
1: The whaling was great.
0: I wasn't as big of a fan of it as a lot of people were, but I'll still acknowledge that it was a good movie. Yeah. Um, Beyond the Gates, which we watched, and would have been really good if it had a better script.
1: Yeah, you didn't like the script. No, I
0: didn't. Um, And I feel sort of guilty because, like, the people who made that movie are sort of, like, second-degree friends.
1: Well, I mean, like, uh Jackson Stewart I met at first Campbell heart yeah. film Because he's really great. Steven Scarlatta uh, has supported Cinepunks for a little bit, and, um... Uh, he also was one of the people on the on the New York hardcore documentary. yeah so um and you know I've, I've met some of the other people involved too because of bridge cameR film vest, so they're all very nice I liked it more than you did but I understand that yeah what you're saying that some of this some of the writing some of the dialogue was not great
0: the soundtrack was a point though
1: the soundtrack is so, soundtrack was good.
0: so good also she's in it
1: your love.
0: I want your love.
1: Now did you see Sunchoke?
0: No, but I want to. You need to see that. Yeah, so I'd like to see that too. So yeah, uh, Beyond the Gates was good. Uh don't breathe. It's fine. It's fine. Uh we saw the drive in. You know how I feel about that movie. Yep. Um and uh yeah, those that was, that was those are my honorable mentions. Those are all good movies. Just because I didn't put them in my top twelve doesn't mean you shouldn't watch watch Those are all those are all quality films.
1: Are you gonna do your so now's the time for the
0: the shit list. The shit better list. better fucking believe that I cannot endorse these movies. I cannot unendorse these movies. Oh, these are actually movies that I feel I should... I am owed something for having seen these movies. <laughs> I, not just, like, recompensation for spending money. And, by the way, I saw all three of these fucking movies in theaters with you. I know. These, I know these... you blame me for that, but I kind of blame you. How is this my fault? Did you drive to them?
1: Hold on. There let's, you go. Let's Let's clarify. Not a single one of these movies Did I say to you okay. We should go there see this go. movie blame blame, man. But you wanted to see You made an effort <laughs> You made us drive To go see all these movies
0: These are all true These are these accusations are all true um, In my defense I got excited about The Blair Witch That trailer when I thought it was The Woods I thought that was cool Yeah. I don't know what fucking possessed me To see The Darkness
1: It was so bad
0: That movie was like and then Lights Out, I didn't hate when I first watched it. But the more I thought about it, I own that movie now, by the way, thanks to, uh, it came, it came into the shop. Good work. And my manager was like, you like horror movies? I was like, yes. Take that. Nick. Uh, yeah, those movies are all fucking terrible. I, I, I don't, and I feel bad because I think a couple of them are on some of the lists that were sent in. So I don't mean to say that you have bad taste in movies because you don't. Because just because you disagree with me doesn't mean you're wrong um i mean it does kind of mean sort easy. of yeah i mean totally <laughs> okay, there are two things we hear we are here on our business what's that ruggedly handsome yes and elitists.
1: oh yeah. yeah oh totally yeah no i mean okay um i think there's some room i i, I think i can say and not feel like a hypocrite that i both condemn Uh, Blair Witch while allowing for the idea that there's some room to disagree that people I can see why some people might like Blair Witch yeah um, including you know Mike Cinepunks co-host Josh Alvarez he liked it
0: Uh, Josh is a man of questionable taste.
1: no come on no
0: no no he's not straight but you can't be perfect yeah oh my god
1: but okay so I get that but I really do think that that Lights Out was mostly bad with a few well done sequences but as a movie it doesn't make sense and The Darkness is 100%, without a doubt, the worst movie I saw in the theater this
0: year. Yes. Period. I don't often say this about movies because I, contrary to my, the way I talk and everything that comes out of my mouth is, and out of my fingers on the internet is so cynical and I hate it about myself, but I really do try to see the good in everything. I do try to find a silver lining in everything. Even if it's like horrible, I try to find a silver lining. The Darkness was one of those few movies... There was not one good thing about that movie.
1: Everything was bad.
0: Everything was bad. Everything. Literally everything in the movie. Paul Reiser was in it and didn't fucking get killed by a xenomorph. (laughs) Agent May was in it as the most racist portrayal of... Like, just... It was horrible.
1: I love how May was just like, Oh, I'm Asian, so I just know about these things. She
0: was one step away from saying, My people... and just like uh, like...
1: well we eventually got there with the with the like witch doctor ladies yes oh this this magic is so deep that Christianity won't do we're gonna have to go deeper yeah
0: so much wrong with this movie so much wrong with this fucking movie
1: let alone if you're someone I've seen some people do some hand wringing over the accountant uh, because of the portrayal of autism
0: it's no it's bullshit at this point it it is a stupid trope that people keep bringing like people keep romanticizing autism
1: yeah, I mean, I, I I'm okay with humanizing it, and I think that there was some potential for that with the accountant. But this movie, this The Darkness, movie, yeah. is like, oh, autistic people, they they just are connected to demons. Yeah. No reason, they just are. Yeah,
0: this was like blackface for autism. <laughs> oh my god, I'm not wrong. Uh, I'm
1: not wrong. So uh, I don't have to do a, a worst of list no, because you don't, I did all the work. You did, you did. Although I will say. um, For me personally, um, one of your best of would be on my worst.
0: What is it, Liam? The
1: Conjuring Dose. Oh, okay.
0: It was so bad. Okay. Oh, you know what? That's fine.
1: I really didn't like it. But uh, the only things I saw, I I, 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 I just want to go ahead and say my list is very similar to Justin's, Mm -hmm. uh, except for the few things I already said I I didn't enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um, We could have a discussion about whether Green Room is a harmony or not. We could. If you count it as a horror movie, it's definitely on my list. I'm just not sure that I do count it as a horror okay, movie. So I think, I think I would agree with you that I would put it on my list. But it's worth mentioning. Yes. Because some people do, and I don't want people to think we don't. Like yeah, a yeah, movie yeah, We yeah. liked a lot. Uh, a few things that I would consider putting on my list that you didn't get a chance to see, so it would be worth sort of pointing out. Um, but I mentioned them earlier. was Always Shine.
0: Yes, I want to see that. Definitely
1: a horror movie. I really loved it. Um, I think it's maybe not my favorite for the year, but it's one of my favorites for the year, um, and I highly recommend it. And then another one that uh, a few people had put on their list uh, is a movie called Under the Shadow. It's an Iranian film. Um, it is really good. It's, what I, one of the things I liked about it is it's in some ways similar to a lot of modern horror movies that are like ghost slash possession movies yeah. like it, it uses a lot of those sort of tropes that you would see in an american film okay. but it does it so there's so much more character development there's so much more context and there's so much more uh i would say quality like skillful filmmaking yeah that i'm never like oh these this is stupid this is like any like fucking blumhouse whatever or whatever like this i mean i say that blumhouse does some good did reviews. james
0: wan direct this
1: no you know what yeah. i mean like it's it's it, uh, it could be and, and i say i i wouldn't even say just james juan because i like the first conjuring so i can't talk yeah. shit like that but but what i mean is there are elements to it that remind me of american films but it's different enough and the story is super compelling to me at least so i think it would be to most people um i really liked under the shadow i think uh the only other thing i saw the other two things i saw that i wanted to bring up and i i think they would probably be on my list one is uh, We Are the Flesh, which I would say 100% We Are the Flesh is the most disturbing movie I watched this year. Let's say three things, actually, because the second most disturbing movie I saw this year is uh, The Eyes of My Mother.
0: A lot of people said that. A lot of people, yeah.
1: Um, I, You know, some people I know hated that movie and really felt like it was sort of vacuous. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I loved it. I, 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 I think... I don't know if it would be on my top ten list, but I really, I really, really liked it. And also,
0: uh, interject real quick. We have to talk about the autopsy so Jane Doe because I didn't.
1: Yeah, let's do that real quick. Well, we'll do that in a second. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. last, the, the last one I, I wanted like to finish. say was, uh, oh, thank you. The last one I wanted to say is a, a little movie called The Love Witch. I didn't see it. The Love Witch is a movie that I had not even thinking of as a horror film, but. It is a lot of Jess Franco worship and right. that and technically those are horror films. So um I'm just gonna go ahead and say it's a horror film. I mean it involves there's, there's... Just
0: franco films. Since the love witch is a worship of those movies, do the Jess Franco films take place in the love shack? Oh my god. <laughs> uh
1: if you're someone who likes that sort of like sexploitation horror, um, and you wanna see a movie that pays homage mm. to that that pays fromage to that mm. but does it with like almost like a feminist tinge to it like oh. it, it it keeps pushing it keeps setting the context for what would be a classic very kind of misogynistic sex exploitation film but then changing things in interesting ways again not to judge those movies i think those movies can be a lot of fun but this movie keeps going like yeah but what about this in, in interesting ways yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, and it does involve murder so i think it counts as a horror movie so yeah uh, I would definitely, if you if you are someone who that kind of genre appeals to, I would highly recommend it. Um, and then I think the thing that I would put as my number one, I mean, I love The Witch, whatever. Uh, and I, it, it's interesting to say this because I didn't put it as my number one for the year per se, but as I'm thinking about horror movies, I think I actually might say that the Autopsy of Jane Doe. It might be Below the Witch, but it was one Fair of. Is, it, it, it's at least my second favorite horror movie I've seen this year.
0: That movie. Holy shit. Um, first off, it took the place. It knocked Lawrence Fishburne in Event Horizon with the most reasonable line spoken in a horror movie ever. Like, I know I said in Event Horizon, like the scene in Event Horizon where they see the captain's log, and he's like, we're leaving. Like, straight up, like, no one ever says shit like that in a horror movie. Yeah. The scene in this movie, when all the lights go out, and shit starts happening, and Brian Cox is just like, we're getting the fuck out of here. I was like, there you go. Like, <laughs> no debate, just like, not like, let's fix the fix the circuits, let's see what the blue fuse, like, he's just like, we're getting the fuck out of here, like, right. that scene in the hallway with the bell, oh, oh my god, like that was one of the creepiest scenes I've ever seen in a horror movie yeah that was so effective
1: I, it, it, it the the skill of the filmmaking was to me top notch like just the way it maintained tension the way the story worked out I liked it I liked the story itself and the, the ambiguity of the corpse that we don't really know yeah. is she a witch is she just a victim of a witch trial Yeah, what what's going on there and the way that it plays a chunk of the movie as if Maybe nothing's going on. You yeah. know that, like, there's a bit of like a, a build up to the reveal of like, okay, something is definitely going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and it's fucked up.
0: And that fucking song at the end. Oh uh. my god, that was. <sighs> Yo, just see this movie. <laughs> it's so like so terrifying. Uh, like, and it came out of nowhere. Like, I yeah. know, like, there was a couple people. I want to say Graveyard Chip Sisters.
1: Oh, that's see, you don't, you don't, you don't... I feel the exact opposite to what you're saying right now, but this is why, and I'll name this. If you're connected to the Fantastic Fest community, this is, like, that's, where I, that's the where I most started. fucking hyped movie. Because yeah. everyone, I, I think everyone, I mean, if you're someone who saw the Fantastic Fest and hated it, sorry, but everyone I follow who saw it at Fantastic Fest was like, this fucking movie! So I was so hyped, which is why I was so surprised that I actually liked it as much as they did. Like, usually, someone sees something at a festival... Yeah. and they think it's the best fucking thing they've ever seen there's a chance I might see it and go
0: yeah it's pretty, it's pretty good yeah it's I would I, I would disagree out of spite because that's how I am but whatever
1: <laughs> but this was really this good this
0: was so good like yeah. this was like one of those movies that like I came home and I was like telling my grandfather like my grandfather's just like horror movies that don't involve Lon Chaney do you know I don't want to watch that shit right. but like this was just like I, I wanted I, I wanted to tell someone that wasn't you like right away right Um. but oh my God, it was good. Like, I'm getting an off top Jane Doe tattoo, like, tomorrow.
1: I think that's a good life choice. I'm
0: actually getting a Prince tattoo on Saturday, so...
1: Alright, all, yeah, all of a sudden we're talking about your tattoos.
0: We're talking about Prince. It's 2016. <laughs> that's what I wanted to bring us around to.
1: Hey. Jesus Christ. Hey, didn't some people send you some lists?
0: okay
1: I bet you Prince isn't on any of those lists. No,
0: because they're all posers. <laughs> Prince... Dirty Mind should be on every list ever about anything, like top five scariest moments in movie history. Head.
1: <laughs> hey, uh, who who sent you lists? So okay. and what so was first on the off, list?
0: First of all, the first list we're gonna go to is Nick Spacchek from from an inspired by, and I'm gonna say on the Nick, we do want to be on an episode of that.
1: Oh, I would be into that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Nick is like a established cinepunks dude. In yeah. fact, he was he was uh, involved. With Cinepunks, you know, very early on. So he's, he, we, we appreciate him a lot. Uh, I think he's really great. Um, and his writing, the stuff that he writes for us is really great. So, um, and I've, I've gotten to do a couple over October doing like co writing stuff yeah. with him. So that's been really cool.
0: I would just love to go on that podcast and talk about like horror movie scores because that is like one of my, um, like I, I could, there, there are certain horror movie scores that I could talk about all day. And I'm not a man who talks much. That's not what I do. Oh my god. I know. You're straight up lying right now. It's hard to believe.
1: Hey, hey, what's on his list?
0: Next list. In no particular order, which he stressed. No particular order. Number one, beyond the gates. Okay. Number two, the witch. Number three, the autopsy of Jane Doe. Number four. Neither of us mentioned this, but the boy. Oh, I didn't see it. I didn't see it either, but I heard it was good. Oh uh, well. I like we wish Laura Cohen. We
1: should maybe watch it.
0: Yeah. She's in that TV show. Laura Cohen. Okay. Yeah, supernatural. <laughs> Number five, don't breathe. Number six, giving Liam the Finger, the Conjuring Two. It's bad, Nick. Whatever, you're wrong. Nick you're agrees wrong. with me. Number seven. <coughs> Blair Witch. <clears throat> I can't read what number 7 My handwriting is too bad So we're just going to assume That he didn't write anything For number 7 <laughs> uh, Number 8 Need him forever
1: I wanted to see that so bad yeah. I still haven't gotten to see it
0: Number 9 Ava's Possessions I want to see that
1: oh, I don't know about yeah. that I don't know about that
0: And then number 10 What do you think number 10 is?
1: Is there another thing you don't like?
0: Take a guess Lights out Yeah, yeah. You know what Nick? That's fine You're still a good dude we still love you. We still want to be on your podcast. From an inspired by, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll hit the li- we'll, we'll put the link up in the, um, the show notes.
1: I mean, we could have him on this show, too.
0: That'd be great. Nick, come on here. Oh, my God.
1: I mean, we got to figure out all our technical stuff. We do.
0: We have so many people that, like, does John Wren listen to this podcast?
1: I don't know if he does.
0: I want him on here. I want to see what he feels about 31.
1: I bet he hates it.
0: Uh, I don't know. It, and it, even if he doesn't I want to know why
1: Yeah that's right You know what I
0: mean Like I, I want to I talk about that Alright next we have a list by Fan of the podcast Cody Gore My man loves Mike Mignola more than I love anything I love that I appreciate that Dude he yeah. loves Mike Mignola so much And it rules Okay number one Green Room Okay uh, Number two The Wailing Number three Autopsy Jane Doe
1: I think if I was gonna If I had a more solid just hard list I think The Wailing would go
0: about this Okay yeah
1: It's really good Yeah
0: Number four, Train the Sun. Number five, Nocturnal Animals, which I didn't see. Is that a horror movie? I, well, he's got a couple things in here that aren't. I wouldn't consider horror, but I, I, uh, Cody, okay. I love Cody so much that anything he likes, I like. I want to talk about it. So,
1: I mean, I mean, here's the thing. One of the reasons I didn't get to see Nocturnal Animals yeah. is because the trailer is scary enough that yeah. my wife was iffy to watch it. So I will say that it could be yeah. actually scary. I don't know afraid of you know? <laughs> That's so mean. She watched The Witch with me today. She did. She that did. Was a, that be honest, was I act, was surprised by that. That was an act of grace. That
0: was, yo, when I came here, Liam and his wife had the most wholesome-looking dinner I have ever seen in my entire I life. I can't believe
1: well, you're talking about this on the podcast.
0: No, I love it. Because, okay, real quick, before I get the rest of Cody's list, Liam is an amazing cook. <laughs> and Liam, like, even as a vegan, I look at the stuff Liam makes, and I'm like, that is some shit that I would see in a five. Like, Liam made me curry one time. And I was, like, looking at it, and, like, usually when I go to a restaurant, <laughs> oh, God. and I get, like, curry, or, like, any kind of food, I don't see it being made. They could have giant fucking praying mantises in the kitchen making their <laughs> food for me. I don't know. I don't go back there. But, like, I watched Liam make this with the oils, and he put, like, red pepper flakes, and he chopped everything up with his knife, and then he, like, sprinkled a paste on there, and then some, like, pepper... And because I'm white, I was like, don't make it too spicy, Liam. And he was like, I got you, man. I was like, good. And it was just spicy enough that it just put me outside my comfort zone because Liam's my boy. And he knows how to treat me right. But he knows how to push my boundaries for my betterment. <laughs> and it was amazing. I was looking at it, and it had, like, the oil in it. Like, with Indian food, it's got the oil. When you look at Indian food, there's oil in there. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> and Christ. that's what Liam's You're doing. so ridiculous so right now. Is, so, anyway, Liam and Susan were about the witch over dinner. And I'm sitting there just looking at their wholesome dinner, blown away by it all. Number six, The Arrival. <laughs> which I didn't see, but it's about aliens, so I'll probably... This
1: might just be his favorite movies yeah. list. And I'm okay with I think that. it's his favorite movie. Yeah, okay it's not his that. favorite horror movie Yeah.
0: Number seven, Neon Demon.
1: You know, we haven't talked about Neon Demon, and you haven't watched it, right? I haven't seen it, no. I think we could do it on an episode. I think we should talk about it on an episode. I agree. I'm... I think we should do a double of that and Suspiria.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Number nine, Shin Godzilla. And then number ten was Captain America Civil War, which you
1: were not crazy about but I fucking love I no 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 let me be clear I like Captain America Civil War but um, unless we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy the simple reality is that I don't think I like any Marvel movie enough to be on my end of year top 10 list period I'm just saying it was good if if I I just don't it wasn't even in my top 20 I saw so many good movies this year
0: okay no that's true you did did see a lot of stuff I feel
1: like there was a lot of movies I saw this year that were really great so Captain America Civil War just didn't make the cut
0: okay
1: I'm sorry that's okay I think the only the only Marvel movie I've seen recently the past few years that I was like this is in my top 10 for the end of the year was Guardians of the Galaxy
0: okay
1: I really love that movie I thought it was really great yeah it's great
0: great film I'm really looking forward to um Burning the to and Spider-Man Homecoming yeah which I will see multiple times and I will drag my seven year old niece to as a, as a reason to go there sure um up next, we just have a few things from Jamie Olstead. Olmstead, I'm sorry. She just said The Witch and The Invitation.
1: Huh. The Invitation. Oh, shit. The Invitation. I didn't see it. Oh, dude. I Apologies to everybody. My number three horror movie of the year <laughs> is The Invitation. And it's it's The Invitation is the kind of thriller that you might discount as a horror movie. But I think it counts and I can't say why because I don't want to ruin The, the Invitation is the kind of movie that I feel like you can only ruin for people by talking about it so I'm not going to talk okay. about it Okay,
0: that's on Netflix right? it's on Netflix okay, I'm gonna, I'll watch that because I have Netflix
1: it's worth seeing I forgot it came out this year because yeah. people were talking about it so long ago having seen it at festivals that I forgot that it technically actually came out this year
0: okay up next we have a brief list by Adriana she put The Witch The Wailing Don't Breathe only person to bring this up at all the greasy strangler
1: did you watch it i
0: didn't i have zero desire to watch that movie i'm gonna watch it sometime i that movie looks the trailer made me so uncomfortable and i get that that's the point right i don't need to see that movie nothing gets you Adriana. we've met in person i think you're super cool you love the smiths more than i love the smiths which is saying a lot because i love the smiths but the Greasy Strangler, I just, I just made me look like I would watch it and have to take like several showers afterwards. I'm into it. Okay, Sophia, she said, "The Witch and the Invitation." Oh wow! Yeah, a lot of people like the Invitation and the Witch. Olivia Andrews, uh, "The Witch." I'm not a serial killer. Holidays. You watch Holidays?
1: I did watch Holidays.
0: I watched. The Easter segment of Holidays. Okay. Because friend of the podcast, John McNell, the man responsible for making me a Tat Daddy, um, he told me that he had watched that movie. He was like, You gotta see the Easter segment, it's the scariest thing I've ever seen. And I was like, Yeah, I gotta watch that. And I watched it, and I was like, That was pretty cool.
1: You gotta watch the whole thing. The whole thing? Okay, yeah. There are some that are really bad, but there are some
0: that are really good. Okay. Uh, Nick G for another podcast The Witch and The Green Room or Green Room
1: man I feel like you guys didn't see as many horror movies this year as I would have thought
0: well I mean it's also us sure it's also me who I sit in my room and, 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 and you know I, for some reason I mean it's not like I do a horror podcast and I should watch horror movies it's weird I know it's so strange that I watch horror movies all the time William.
1: I mean only newer dumb ones
0: it's not true that's not true. Anything released between January 1st, 1980 and December 31st, 1989, I'm
1: more bored with. <laughs> that's not true. You've maybe watched 90s movies before. Yeah, that's true. But uh, we need to... We're, I, I feel like we're going to do like two episodes in a row where I'm just going to pick weird 70s movies. That's and, fine. Gonna I, I want it. that. You're going to hate them. I'm going to hate them.
0: I will hate, hate anything except everything. Up uh, <laughs> next in the last part what is this? let me turn my page Our last person Andrew
1: Bergeron my friend Bergatron. But Andrew Megatron Andrew Megatron Andrew uh, something Tron
0: who Cybertron Andrew Cybertron
1: <laughs> Cybertron
0: who let me who was gracious enough to let me to listen to me ramble on Heaven's of the
1: Megatroid
0: <laughs> what Heaven's the
1: Megatroid
0: Bergeron Bergeron
1: Jesus I don't know
0: anything you know, he said the witch Green Room, Neon Demon, Invitation. I'm shaking my head, Andrew. Ten Clover
1: Hill Lane. Oh, I can't judge him for that. A lot I'm of not, no, I'm not judging. Him at a all lot it. of people like that movie. A lot of people like that movie. Mm-hmm. Just because I didn't. We didn't like the ending. We didn't like the ending. I
0: hated the ending, but that's fine. Again, it's cool. And that's it. That's our 2016 retrospective.
1: I think the thing about let me let's let's say a little bit because we talked about it before, but I just want to reiterate. Thing about 10 Cloverfield Lane* is that i, I agree. Everyone always says, "Oh, but so much of the movie is so good." I think you're right. That yeah, a John lot Boone of was a lot of the movie is really amazing. But uh, for me, maybe on a rewatch now that I know what's going on, I might feel different. But my in-theater experience was that the ending rubbed me so the wrong way,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I really care about how I'm rubbed. Mm-hmm. It's very important to me how. It's rather important. I would yeah. like to be rubbed in a certain direction. Right, right. The and, right it, way. and if you rub the wrong direction. Liam's gonna hate you
0: forever. Yeah.
1: I think of me like uh like one of those uh like one of those ridge dogs. You know these dogs?
0: Think of Liam as a shark. If you rub the right way, you're okay. If you rub the wrong way, you're
1: okay. I think this is your issue because you're afraid of sh- this goes back to the your shallows thing. Of the sure. the, the, po- the point being is that the end of Cloverfield Lane, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Left a sour taste in my mouth, and I felt it felt tacked on. It did. It in was the, in the way that it was.
0: <laughs> it fucking was tacked on. <laughs> Whatever. Um, no. Um, uh, I forgot what I was going to say about Ten Clover Lane. Um, it's not important. John Goodman, <laughs> Mary Elizabeth Winstead, yep. beautiful and perfect, and awesome in that movie. Yeah. Ten Clover Lane. I don't know. It's not... I'll I'll probably remember it tonight.
1: What's the name of the other guy in that movie?
0: I no, Dickhead Who Dies? That I don't care about?
1: We are not the most well-researched
0: podcast. No, we are not. (laughs) Um... Oh, it's gonna haunt me now. What what was I gonna say? Take real blame. Tacked on. Oh, my God. I don't know. Um... So that's our 2016 retrospective. <laughs> that is it. Um, you guys should go to the Emmaus Theater this Friday, 9 o'clock. Um, I hope we'll have this up by then. I'll put it in the show notes. They're showing John Carpenter's The Thing. It's BYOB. If you drink a beer around me, I will smash it out of your hand and yell, path of resistance. <laughs> won't do that. I'm not going to do that. Like, I would have every right to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'd be such a horrible person if I did that.
1: You're just <laughs> running around to the theater yelling,
0: STRAIGHT Edge REVENGE!
1: Um, I'd
0: be a one man chorus of disapproval. I'll be here, all night. I'll be here all night.
1: <laughs> Take this fucking beer and Shut
0: cram it up your ass. Yeah, cram it up your ass. What am I thinking? This song's not called Shove. cram. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah. Mold Edge watch. Um what else is there? There's the Big the film Films thing that's coming up. I think that's all that's really coming up in the recent harm horror events.
1: Yeah. As far as I know that's 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 uh, it yeah but we're we're going to be trying to plan some stuff soon yeah. um hopefully do some screenings nearby so uh yeah let us let us know if you have some ideas uh as a, as we said before the Patreon that's a thing we would like your support with um chances are this episode sounds a little funny that can improve yes. if we have your support yes. on the Patreon with
0: your, your hard earned dollars
1: cuz we need a better mixer cuz this mixer's fucked
0: up I also want to say give a shout out to Exploding Head Tarcast. Okay. Um. Those guys love us, and it's really cool. Really? Dude, it's so like yeah, and, and they, they uh, I like them because they they they'll, they'll, they they have these like really long episodes that dig really deep in the shit. Sure. I really like that. Um, so if you guys again, we'll post a link to that. I repost this stuff. I re, I re, I retweet them out on Twitter. Um, I re, retweet them a on, on on the uh, Facebook page. It's a it's a cool podcast. You check it out. And I got a letter in the mail from Carly and Amy from the Final Girls today with some stickers. Some Final Girls stickers. Um, I can't support, I can't give them enough shoutouts. I don't know, I got a temporary tattoo from them. I don't know if I'm going to put it on my neck and weightlift. Maybe I will. Has an X in it. It has an X in it, so that's technically straight edge. That's okay. So thank you for those stickers. You guys to check out the Final Girls. Um other
1: than that i don't i hope 2017 doesn't suck too bad i'll just go ahead and say uh I'll, now and always rate review subscribe yes. Yes. Download, download 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 as i said we posted this new flyer it features all the shows please repost that get the word out um tell your friends about the patreon tell your friends about the show uh and i think you know if you're someone who thinks you have something to add to the cinepunks family whether that's writing for the blog or you have an idea for a podcast or you're like hey i have some sort of technical skills that might be able to help you in building your empire of destruction yes. then uh you know hit us up
0: here's the thing we are going to take over the world
1: yeah it's inevitable you can yeah. either
0: join us or get the fuck out of our way to quote Philadelphia, early 2000s strange band one
1: up. well i mean the the reality is like this is going to be a smooth transition to power yeah e- we're either going to be team obama or we're going to be team trump yeah but who do you want? Yeah, exactly. Who do you want? You want us to just start appointing any asshole to run at, you know, the at Department of Agriculture? Because we will. We know lots of assholes.
0: You want me to run the Hellraiser 3 department? My least favorite thing in the world.
1: Look, here's the deal. If you want to get involved, why don't you uh, hit us up, and then what we'll say is, Hey, buddy, on the next episode, we're talking about this thing. Justin doesn't know how to work the internet, I and know i am I'm, I'm, I got a job and a baby. So, uh, well, I don't yet, but I will soon. So, why don't yeah. you... Why don't you get on the IMDb's and the Wikipedia's and just uh, put together a little info sheet for That'd us? That'd be great. We'd have zero money. <laughs> Nobody whatsoever. I mean, look, like the the Patreon right now is at under under a hundred bucks, and we're like through the roof.
0: There will be millions of dollars. In there we're soon. like
1: we're like holy shit! Like yeah. we're rich right now. We have sixty extra dollars. Yeah.
0: So that <laughs> being said,
1: literally, we in four months we could afford another
0: mixer if you ever have any questions or comments or suggestions we have a rough schedule worked out for the next 12 to 13 episodes yep but if you have a recommendation for something you want to hear us talk about or a movie you want us to watch
1: i mean that's actually a that's actually a subscription level on the on the patreon it if is. you were like yo i want to tell harvest what to do holy shit we'll let you do that yes for the money i mean we'll technically yeah. take your input regardless yeah we're not complete assholes we're always undercutting our. we're like you only get to do this if you give us money. Although technically we'll do it anyway. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we're gracious for any... You look at us, we're like, thank you very much for that. Yeah. So, um... Yeah. Uh, Thank you as always for listening. As Liam said, rate, subscribe, download, download, download. Oh! Liam. Yes. Last podcast on the left no, on the 21st. Are you going to be there? Yeah, let's go. Okay, cool. I got my ticket already.
1: Oh, I didn't do that. <laughs> oh, it's even transfer, so I should be. Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, oh ooh. Okay. My bad. Alright, uh, I think that's it for this episode. Um, I hope that 2017 isn't, doesn't kill any celebrities. Um, and I hope a lot of good horror movies come out. As always, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. This is Justin Lord. I'm saying goodnight for our business. <laughs>